Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Hey man, how are you? Hey, you know, I feel pretty little with uh, who our guest in the house because uh, he did a whole lot more in, in 20 years than I could have done in 100. He did a lot of stuff. Plus, you know, big guy, sun's out, guns out kind of thing. So well, you know, we should be fearful. I mean, what he did in the, in the military, uh, combat veteran, you respect those people 110%. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to have a, So, Mr. Craig, how are you doing today over there in that side of the Town? table? Yeah. Okay. This side of the world, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I want to hear about this gentleman, all he accomplished and what he's going to accomplish in his future. But you can reach me at 407-754-5779. Don't worry about an email right now. For now. We're just, we're working on your email. It's going to happen. We'll take care of it. And I'm Tim with GRP Studios. I'll just give my phone number as well, 407. Let's go with 862-6882. Today, this is episode number 69. We have a gentleman here, Matt Wood, retired not really, he's a retired Army veteran, which is cool, but he, Power Employee, is who he works with. He helped co-found. And so we're titled today's, instead of, you're fired by that guy, they always said that, this is, you're hired, instead of you're fired. No? I hope they're hiring. Well, they're, they're helping veterans get hired and spouses and all kinds of stuff. So before we spend too much time wasting on ourselves, Matt, it is good to have you in the studio today. And give us a little background about who you are and what you do. And, well, you know what? Let's go with first what you did. You're an Army veteran. So let's start there. Let's start first with this contact. We always forget that. Sure. So I tell Matt, how do people get a hold of you? And then we'll go into some more details. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, guys, first of all. So I can be found online at matt at empoweremployee.us. I also can be reached at 352-432-8883, and then empoweremployee.us is the website. All right. Well, we got that out of the way. So you are an Army veteran. We don't make a whole lot of fun of Army veterans here because we both enjoyed having them to in lean front on. Of, in front of us. Yeah, when we couldn't stay at the hotel like us Air Force guys like to, then, uh, then the Army took care of us. So you're an Army veteran, 21-plus yes. years. Give us a little bit of your background, what you did, and why you're here now. Sure. So 21 years and some change as a, an Army Infantry NCO, non-commissioned officer, retired as a sergeant first class from Fort Benning, where I was a senior drill sergeant, which is always fun to tell people because they look at me and they're like, no, you were not that guy and you don't sound like you're, it. You're too nice to be a drill sergeant, oh, that's DI? What, that's what they keep thinking. So apparently they, <laughs> they you're not there on the trail with me, so they can't, you know, pull that in. Um but was all over the world, a couple tours in Afghanistan, South Korea, Bosnia. And then uh, I had a really, it was a really rough assignment in uh, Helsinki, Finland, where, you know, it's. Oh, yeah. yeah. You were telling us a story beforehand that you, you are married. And it was one of the first questions was, okay, you're over there at the embassy in Helsinki. Wow, that's a really tough gig. Were you married? I said, yep, but. You know, so my wife and I, we went over there with one kid. We came back with three. So, um, you know, they, they do have some really dark, cold winters and you don't get out very often. So 
you know, things happen. Uh, and it's always interesting to walk around in Finland in the summertime because there are a lot of very, very pregnant women in August and, and September. Yeah, so I can like, imagine. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Most people born that time frame, so. <laughs> so ton of birthdays in August, September, is that yeah. what you're trying to <laughs> yeah, say? Wow. Yeah. 40 nephews, and they're all born in August. It's like, crap. Yeah, so. exactly. So, so you finished your tour. Yep. Finished my time. Decided on a uh, on kind of a whim to re- relocate down here to Florida, because I'm originally from New Hampshire. My wife's from Colorado. And so we said, between those two places growing up and three years in Finland, we didn't want any more cold winters. Wow. Done with the snow. Um, and, and Finland really cemented that when we would go out and the, the oceans would be frozen up to, you know, three feet thick. Nah, it's, we're not doing that anymore. Wow. So when did you come down here? Came down here four years ago. Okay. So you haven't spent a whole lot of time on the sur- surface of the sun yet. So after about 15, 20, 30 years, you're kind of the other way. It's like, okay, it's really been hot for a long time now. Let's do something different. Yeah, all the but, humidity and yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. So no, came down here. I actually count myself as fortunate when I came down. I got hired by a really Mickey, big Mickey Mouse organization with a lot of goofy characters. Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, went through a couple of different roles over there, uh, was there until last year. And then they had their big, Hey, we're eliminating your role move. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I was one of 28,000 people right off the bat and said, okay, I need to go find something else to do. So, uh, started looking around, was talking with my neighbor who's retired coast guard and I try not to hold that too much against him because you know, is that Chuck? Some, somebody's got to be a coasty, but no, no. Is that, is that Chuck Davidson? Chuck Davidson is not. No. The, 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 how many you know? How many coasties can there be in Claremont? Well, but I mean, this guy he's got a maid because he's over six feet tall. So I always joke that if his boat sank, he could at least walk back to shore. Yep. Yep. So yeah. Know. But he and I started talking, and uh, the, the conversation came to companies that he'd been working with since he'd retired were having difficulty with hiring and then when it came to hiring veterans and what their thing was they would hire veterans thinking oh yeah we're getting somebody that's got leadership skills we can put them in as a you know project manager or whatever and they were hiring kids that had, you know maybe done four or five years and gotten out with no leadership experience yep and they didn't understand why these people were failing at what they were doing so that metamorphosed yeah, transitioned into <laughs> you know words are tough for infantry guys <laughs> so it transitioned to the, okay, well, let me see how I can work with that. And from that became the, the idea of working with companies, with HR and talent acquisition and recruiters to say, all right, you know, if you're looking to hire people in general, what, what skills are you looking for? And, you know, eventually it comes around to, okay, well, have you considered the military community? You know, because there are a lot of people out there that have these skills that you're looking for. And sometimes you'll hear the, well, we don't want to touch the military. We don't know anything about that. We don't think they're going to be a good fit for us. And, and, you know, and a lot of those misconceptions of, that Hollywood likes to throw on us is where, hey, you're, you're veterans. You've got PTSD and it's going to, you're you're gonna we go, can't see the wrong thing. Yeah, you're going to go postal on somebody right. or whatever. And, you, and we, we try to, and I hate to say this real quick, but I was 23 years in hotels and I used to hire a lot of veterans. And the first thing I said, don't say that. They don't need mm. to know that. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's, you know, trying to dispel those misconceptions and then come in as essentially the Rosetta, you know, the Rosetta Stone to translate that military experience so that they understand, hey, if we're hiring veterans and we're hiring military spouses, there's a reason that, you know, the military spouses may have employment gaps. 
here's the skills that these veterans are bringing in, that they can actually be project managers, team leaders, team builders. They know how to train people, especially if they've done more than 10 years in the military, regardless of what branch, they've been in a leadership position at some point where they've had to, you know, be responsible for other people and budgets and paperwork and all the fun things that don't come with actually leading people. Yeah. So that's where that came from. And uh, through the course of developing a you know business model and how I wanted it to look and how I wanted to operate with companies, I uh, connected with my partner, Lindsay Helm, who is, uh, we're, we're, she co-founded Empower Employ. And so we are out there working with these companies, trying to help them understand that and, and translate that military experience so that they can actually effectively go out and hire military veterans, hire military spouses and put them into use so that they're not checking a block. Hey, cool. Hired a veteran. Now they're security or they're janitor or whatever. It's no, we hired a veteran. We hired a military spouse and we're actually taking advantage of the skills that they use to make our company a whole lot better than it was before we hired them. And that's great because we've heard, we've had some people on the podcast before about hiring veterans and what a challenge it is. So I'm kind of glad you're here to kind of help tie the two together. Okay, this is how we help companies hire veterans. So you co-founded it with Her Lindsay Hurricane Helm. What's what's behind the hurricane? So well, it's uh, because that's kind of how she operates. She is going 130 miles an hour every second of the day. She's like Tasmanian devil, basically, is at her workplace. Okay, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I, I come in to kind of be the as her chief headache producer. You're, I'm the one. Yeah, that I was going to say yours everything down. Matt Wood on the website here, which is empoweremployee.us. Correct. Yes, it's your Matt Wood chief. Headache reducer. Correct. Wow. Okay, much. I would probably be considered the chief headache causer here if you ask I my wife. I don't remember this terminology in the military, but I like it. I, d- I do too. <laughs> I didn't call my TI chief headache reducer. I said, or yes, my, sir. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. That, you know, that's why it's the different hats and it throws everybody off. Yep. So who do you work with? Who is your primary individual that you work with? We're going to talk about veterans afterwards, but from a business standpoint, who is your ideal client that would come to you and then how do they find you? Our ideal client, we don't have a, a set size that we look at, but we look at companies that are wanting to hire people. And that's pretty much every company that's out there. They want to hire people. And yeah. you know, we want to see, are you looking to hire quality people? Do you want them to stick around? Or are you just looking for that temporary quick fix, the one night stand, hire and they're out? Most companies that I know of are wanting people that are going to stick around, even with the millennials where, you know, they may bounce around three or four times over the course of their career or more. But the military, we're also used to that as well. We PCS and change stations, like in my case, every year and a half. But, you know, we want to be able to help them hire the people that they're looking for in the positions that they want. If they're looking for the project managers or trainers, whatever it is, we're there to help them out with that. Uh, and so we offer a workshop for their HR folks, their recruiters. We do virtual or in-person, depending on the company. And we'll sit down and walk them through and basically give them military 101. And we'll talk about how to translate that experience, what the language sounds like, what the culture's like, why spouses may have employment gaps, why there may be you know different terms between the different branches, even though... Every transitioning service member should be translating their experience into something civilianized. Not all of them know how to do that really well. 
And so we work with the companies and, and help them understand that. And then we talk to them about the benefits of hiring from the military community, the, the tax credits that come with it, the ability to test drive a veteran or a transitioning service member, as it were. Um, and a lot of companies are like, wait a minute, you can test drive an employee just like a car. You can test drive these folks. Oh, that's that's great to know. They don't okay. have seatbelts, though. They don't have seatbelts. No. <laughs> no. Craig always talks about veterans that come out. In fact, he's instructed a few guys. You come out, you've got this, you've been in 20 years, 21 years, and you've got this great resume. Well, an employer doesn't care that you oversaw this battalion and you did this tank movement or whatever it was, and using all their military experience, all their military jargon, and you go into a civilian job and they look at it like deers in the he- deer in the headlights. Have no idea. You, you talk about that a lot. Yeah, what it is is uh, I'm tied in with, uh, we got about 80,000 veterans here in Orlando. You and I are going to talk afterwards. I'm going to help you out. I've been so fortunate to uh, work in an environment where we had 165 military corporations. I know all of them. They're all CEO, all ex-military. Yeah, he's got he's got quite a few connections in all of that. So you and and Lindsay put this together. Is it Lindsay? Lindsay, yes. right? Yeah. You and Lindsay decided to put this together. What was her background? What what brought you guys together? How did you guys connect? So she is she's also an army veteran and a military spouse. So we're going through some very interesting company times right now. Her husband is, they're both up in upstate New York and getting ready to move to Hawaii of all places. So Yeah, it's a struggle. Yep. Yeah. That that's what I keep telling her. But she's she's in that process, but we had been connected for a while through through LinkedIn. She bounced around through a couple of different companies, and it was when she was contracting for uh, a company that we had started talking about how to develop a system to go in and train this company on how on what the the military experience looks like and how to translate that better for them so that they can actually bring in more people. And that's that's how we got connected. Cool. Now, are you based out of New York? Are you based out of Orlando, Florida? Where were you? Or do you have a base? Or is it all basically wherever you want to be? We are wherever we want to be. So okay. the company is founded in New York. We're going to make an adjustment to that at some point here and, and try to bring it down here since I'm not PCSing anywhere. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the company is essentially we're a virtual company. We can go anywhere that somebody needs us and we can do stuff through you know virtual means as well. All right, well, we're going to come back in the second half and talk about a couple of things, how we can help you do that, how the veterans can find you, and some other things. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your six. Camaraderie Foundation's mission is to provide healing for the invisible wounds of war through counseling, emotional and spiritual support for all post 9-11 veterans, service members and their families. We accomplish this by providing counseling services, mentoring for reintegration into the workforce and home life, as well as events like our family fun days. Through the healing of their invisible wounds, we are truly saving lives and saving families. Visit CamaraderieFoundation.org for more information or contact us at 407-841-0071. All right, we went back to our normal second half thing. It was nothing goofy or off base. Yeah, like I was waiting for you to play that bugle that we played for Army. You know, we probably could have done that. Probably could have done I'm like, the God, bugle man. call. I, I, he would have loved it. He would have got up and started running. He might have. He might. No, he put. No, he would have made us drop and give him twenty. Oh, That's what that. he would have done. Heart attack city. Yeah, there you go. Jeez. Absolutely. Well, we are back with the second half, and we have Matt Wood in the house with Empower Employ. It's an agency that helps 
it does a lot of things, but kind of your primary focus is on veterans, getting them into the workplace, helping businesses hire veterans, that kind of thing. Is that about correct? Right. Yeah, we're focused on on helping companies understand and translate that veteran and military spouse experience so that they're not just checking a block saying, cool, we hired X amount of veterans. Give people your contact information one more time before we leave. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I can be reached via email at matt at empoweremploy.us. Phone number is 352-432-8883. And then the company website is empoweremploy.us. And there's quite a bit of information on there besides the picture of Lindsay Hurricane Helm and Matt Wood, the chief headache reducer on the site. There's information about frequently asked questions and some other stuff about who you guys are. So how is Empower Employee different than another placement service that helps people get jobs? How are you guys different? So we're not technically a a staffing agency. Okay. We can assist with staffing for companies if that's what they're really focused on. And and that's another aspect that we're actually in the process of developing. But our main focus is is consulting with companies and training them so that their HR folks, their recruiters actually have a better understanding of what the military community brings to their organization. So we're kind of trying to do the, you know, teach them how to fish aspect. And then if they have additional questions, we come back in on the back end. We can help give them more resume ideas when they're looking at veterans, interview questions that they can ask and ones that they shouldn't. So we provide them that safe space to be able to say, hey, if I ask this question, is that okay? You know, if I ask a military spouse, you know, how long do you plan on being here? Would you ask somebody else that question? Or, you know, you know, they ask a spouse, hey, what oh, is your I gotcha. yeah. you know, what does your spouse do? Who cares? Are they interviewing for the job? I am. So yeah, I, you know, I didn't even think about something like that. If you're if you're talking to a usually you go in for an interview, they're talking to you. Of course, this interviewing is very different now than it was years ago, but so you're not an employment agency, but you do help businesses understand the resource that veterans provide as employees. Right. Not only the the skills and experiences that they bring, but the other benefits that come along with it. You know, the tangible ones like the the work opportunity tax credits, the ability to use the military or the Department of Defense Skill Bridge program, where they can, uh, as I mentioned before the break, the do the test drive of a transitioning service member for 180 days, and not have to worry about paying that person because the government's paying for. Well, let's talk about those two first. The the ta- what is the tax credit? I've heard about it. The work opportunity tax credit. What is that, and what does it do? So Watsi allows companies to hire people, and as they're going through the hiring process, once they make an offer, if they they have that employee, that new prospective employee, go through and answer a bunch of questions like. Have you ever served in the military? You or anybody in your family ever been on food stamps or what they're now calling the SNAP program? So a bunch of those questions that come up as part of the application process. And once those questions are answered, the employer doesn't know how many people or who it is. They just know how many people. Those can be up to $9,600 in tax credits per person. So it's a huge benefit to companies if they're doing it. And then that person, once they get hired, they have to work with the company for a set amount of time before the credits now get applied to the company and they get that money. So, I mean, when we come in and we offer our services to them, we talk about the tax credits. If they start hiring from that community, unfortunately, it's not retroactive, which would be great. Yeah. But if they start hiring from that community and they, they start getting those tax credits, those tax credits have essentially paid for our services, which is kind of a win-win for them. And right, then, right. So the SkillBridge program is another one that allows transitioning service members to 
get connected with a company. Uh, there are a lot of companies out that do that. I mean, Lockheed Martin does it. I believe Disney is still doing it, but where they can, they're essentially getting a service member comes in, works with them for up to six months. Now, granted, the service member has to get approval from their chain of command to be able to go do this because that command has to be like, okay, cool, we'll let you go. See you later. Come back in six months to, you know, final out. Yeah. You know, um, but a lot of a lot of a lot of units and organizations are buying off on this because it's a benefit to them because now that service member once they get out they're not having as difficult a time making that transition as you know say I did when I came out and was like holy crap I'm now a civilian again I don't know anything about this I don't know what to expect but that's giving that service member the opportunity to go in get familiar with a civilian corporation and the civilian world reacclimate. And then it gives the company the opportunity to test drive that employee. Say, hey, how, how well are they going to fit in our organization? Are they going to be culturally a good fit for us? Or do they have the skill sets that we think we, we need from them? And so they get to find all that information out. And because that service member is still on active duty, the company doesn't have to pay anything. It costs nothing for them to do this because Uncle Sam is still out there going, hey, yep, you're still on active duty. We're still going to pay for you. We're going to cover all your benefits and everything else. And at the end of the whole program, while it's encouraged, that company has no requirement to hire that individual either. I mean, it'd be great. Uh, and like I said, it's encouraged that they do, but there's no requirement for them to do that. So, I mean, I'm sure there may be some not so great companies out there that are going to be like, cool, we can get six months of free labor. Questionable, yeah. yeah. Questionable. But, wow. So, how does a veteran find out about that? I mean, are they told? Because we've heard horror stories. I know when I got out, it was because this was back in 82. So it was very, very different than it is now. I got some paperwork to sign. And it's basically, hey, see you later. Have a good time. Enjoy. We'll send all your crap back to Michigan. Yeah, it, uh, it didn't change much between 82 okay. and, and 17. So <laughs> it was, I didn't find out about that program until after I'd already been out of the military. And so it's, it's not a very well publicized program on the transition side. So unfortunately, people really have to do their, their research as they're getting ready to make that move. If I'd known about it before I got out, I definitely would have taken advantage of it. Uh, I think it would have made the transition a lot easier. The Army has a, a, a program. It's called ETS. It's, uh, uh, oh, man, I had it. Uh, and I'm, I've been reading Expiration it. term of service. Yeah. And I contacted the people up in D.C. and talked to them about it because they're in several uh, states. And uh, you and I are going to talk. Well, tell me a little bit about when you got out just so that there's other veterans out there that may or may not be going through. And some of, the, some of them want to be entrepreneurs, and that's really not your wheelhouse, although you, now, you are now an entrepreneur yourself. Right. You're helping do this. Tell me about when you got out. What was it like for you, and why was it such a challenge? I, it was a culture shock. I was used to, I mean, especially as a, as a drill sergeant, where i up early, I'm you know pushing trainees all day long and just constantly going and then to get out of that and come into a, a company where it's like hey if you're not feeling well all you have to do is go on this app and you can call out and you don't even have to come to work what did what that's a thing tim i, I i'm gonna i won't be, I'll be i don't out. i don't have one i don't have one of these apps i'm sorry <laughs> it totally threw me off i had no idea that that was even the case and the the fact that I would go above and beyond to try and help leadership because I'd been a, a leader, an NCO Academy instructor uh, during my time in Korea. And I would be like, hey, look, I know you're, you're you know, talking to, to people going into new leadership roles. Hey, these are some of the things that will help you out to make you a better leader so that people don't just run all over you and have them just blow me off. I'm like, okay. What, what was your role yeah. at Disney? So my first role, I started with the vacation club where I was out uh, basically 
trying to get people to come and listen to a, an hour and a half presentation on timeshare. How did you feel about that at your age and at your rank and your authority position working with people uh, 20 years younger than you? Oh, I had no problem with that. The The age difference has never been an issue because, you know, as a an infantry platoon sergeant, I would have lieutenants that were younger than me. And so it's like, okay, fine, big deal. I don't care about the age difference. It's are you willing to listen if I have advice that I'm offering? Uh, and it wasn't, hey, take this advice or you're going to fail. It was, hey, just trying to help you out. I think this might be a way to, to make you... Uh, you know, to make things a little bit better, not only for you, but for the organization as well. But I went from that to um, a tour with Disney Institute, which is their external training arm, and really learned a lot more about the company there. Uh, and then finished out my time with the company on the labor and time team, where I was assisting like everybody here in Florida, over at Bureau Beach and up in South Carolina, with all their issues related to time, benefit tracking, attendance. So it was kind of the functional HR meets finance and doing a little more of each one, but not having the general responsibility of all the HR piece or all the finance piece. So, you know, getting familiar with all the unions and everything. So you get a, like I got to ask you is, you know, you're, you're a drill instructor. How old are your kids? Uh, so my kids are 18, well, 21, 18, 10, oh, okay. and 8. I oh. would have never thought that by looking at this young guy. <laughs> yeah, 21, 18. So did you get to play DI with your kids when you got out and realize you don't have anybody else to boss around? I, I still kind of do. <laughs> If we can't boss our kids around, it just means we're the tallest kids and tallest people in a room, I guess. I don't know. The knife hand is, you know, I, I still put that to use at home. There you go. We like to hear that. We like to hear that. So tell me a little bit more about what about a small business? How would a small business or an emerging business, as we like to call them, somebody that only has a few employees, how do they get tied in to some of the benefits with the, you know, the work opportunity tax credits and hiring veterans? How do they find out about that? So we actually, um, as part of our training course that we offer to companies, we talk about these different programs and we give, we've got the ability to show them, Hey, you know, this is what it means for your company to take advantage of this, how you can go about doing this. We've got a strategic partnership with a company that can actually go in and give them a lot more information about the tax credit piece because I'm not an accountant and I don't play one on TV. No. So I don't, I, I know a little bit enough to be dangerous but not enough to really go in and go through the whole gamut with them. But we talk about all that stuff, and then we provide them the opportunity. If that's something that they really want to look into, they can work with our partner and get into those tax credit piece. And then one of the other things that we can do for the, the military community is we offer training courses for those transitioning service members and for the spouses to help them be set up for success so that they're not coming out thinking they're going to, hey, I was a, you know, an E5 and I can walk into a $80,000 a year job. Yeah, we've heard that before as well. Oh, my God. It, yeah. I mean, somebody like you, somebody that closely resembles you talks yeah, about I that retired, all the time. I retired six figures. So, listen, so what it comes down to is that uh, this has been going on for 20 years here. You're knee seven, you're walking out, you're making this, and you're authority figure, and now you're dropped. Right. And even though if you go through the expiring term of service to the Army, it's great, but reality hasn't really set in. Yeah. So. Yeah, the tr and that's where one of the things that I had issues with with uh, the transition assistance program was it was just they set expectations way too high for people, and you would have colonels that would get out thinking, "Hey, I'm going to walk in as a CEO." No, pal, that's you start your own enough. company, you got a million dollars in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Otherwise, you're just Bob, <laughs> yeah. Bob, Bob from Detroit, and they <laughs> don't care because. We're not going to take a CEO I'm and glad, put him in as a general. I'm glad you picked Bob from Detroit. I'm originally from Detroit, so that works out, <laughs> that works out very well. 
Jeez. And, and it is a three-letter word, just like your word, Tim. There, there you yeah. go. <laughs> well, again, you know, we met through a coffee talk with Favob. I want to get a plug in for Favob. Oh, I mean, you're actually the second guest. Actually, we're both members. We're nice. both members yeah. of that. But I reached out to you and said, hey, let's come on and be in the podcast because we've had a bunch of people on here, and we want to really help create help for small businesses. And if you are a larger small business, if you have 10 or 12 or 15 employees and you're looking to hire I think it might be a great opportunity for you to help people do that. We've talked about the problems that veterans have coming out. They just don't know where to go. Do, and you're not an employment agency. Yeah. Do you see yourself down the road not being an employment agency, but helping veterans come out on one side and helping the businesses on the other side? But if you can help veterans coming out on from, from getting out of the service, help them understand what's going to happen, will that benefit you at all? Yes. So there, that's actually something that is in the works right now. We're, we're coding what I like to consider the next generation of applicant tracking system for companies. And it's going to be a huge benefit to both sides of the coin because the, the service member, the military spouse is going to be able to go in. They can put a resume into the system instead of having to retype it two or three times because there are so many good systems out there that have you do that. Yeah. This will pull the information over from that resume into the system. The recruiter can go in, place a job. You can apply for the job. The recruiter can see you applied for it. And then they can actually real-time chat with you through the, the platform. And you as the applicant can go in and say, hey, I can see that recruiter's calendar. I'd like to talk to him on this date more, try to get more information about that job. Or if they're wanting to set up an interview, you can be like, hey, look at my calendar. Pick a time on there that works for you. And it'll provide companies with that, all the, the metrics that they look for, that they expect from their recruiters and everything, so that they can actually see, hey, this is how many people have applied for these positions. This is where they're at in this, the process. Uh, and it's going to make things a whole lot easier for both sides of the party. So our goal is to say, hey, you're a transitioning service member or a military spouse. Come through our, our training platform to get ready for this. And then once you're done with that, we'll, we'll give you a certification and a digital badge so you can put it on social media. Then you go into our uh, our platform we're calling Jake. You get into Jake, and now you're able to go through and apply for jobs and talk to recruiters. And then on the other side of it, we've got our link for business, which is our, our course for the businesses and the companies. They get that. They get certified as well. And then they can go in and put the, the, the jobs into Jake. And, you know, it just all becomes a happy marriage. So um, where, do you, where do you go find your uh, veterans that are coming out of this service? Uh, we connect with them, uh, right now, a lot of it's been through LinkedIn as we're, you know, watching all these people that come out and they, they post, Hey, uh, you know, open to work or the, the really famous one is all the, the military profiles with the transitioning service member. Yeah. I love that one. Got to get rid of that one. So you're going to be like the zip recruiter or that kind of thing, basically for military and for businesses as well. And you can do something very specific. Right. Where do you see this going? I see this going a lot of places. We've already worked with Toll Brothers Construction. They brought in like 40 of their HR recruiters and just were blown away by the information that we were able to work show them. You know what? Maybe we need to contact Debbie Rodriguez or Jackie Boykin. QLM. You've heard of QLM? QLM and yeah. I build Central Florida. She I is. know these guys. You know, we'll, we'll connect you. We got we got yeah. <clears throat> we got that connection. But, but we'll do, so you see this growing and becoming Oh yeah, this, uh, we're we're super excited about where we're going. Um, we've already talked with ADP, who wants us to train two thousand people. And we said, okay, fantastic. Where do you want us to do it? Do you want us to do it in person, or do you want to do it virtual? Oh, we want you to do it in person. Okay, 
tell us when and where. We'll, we'll be there. So real Mom. quick, did you have a business plan when you started this business? Nope. We won't tell anybody from SCORE or all the other people that say, you got to have a business plan when you get home. No, business. but yeah. I, I will say that I did. I, one of the things that I found that was super beneficial to me was the uh, Veteran Entrepreneurship Initiative through Veterans Florida. Uh, okay. That gave me a ton of information to, to work with so that it was just, hey, cool, I got an idea. And took that and we've been able to turn it into a, a, a solid business. Good that's, comeback. That's, Good some, comeback. that's somewhat yeah. of like the score for veterans. That, right. That, yep. Yeah. Which is perfect, which is perfect. Well, it's been great having you on the show, sir. We really appreciate you coming in and give us an insight to empower employ. You know, we might have to go back later on and find out about how this works out and how you have progressed and what you're now doing to help put veterans and businesses looking to hire vets together. Cool. What else, Craig? What else you got? Anything, Craig? Listen, man, his size and his knowledge, he's going places. <laughs> I think it's really cool. And like I said, we'll give another shout out to Fave Ob. And we need to get you out there and get some of these veterans coming out. Hey, that, we got, we that got Baron, old, Baron like Mills us. is coming on. Yeah, Baron Mills we got is Baron, oh, yeah. coming on. Yeah, he's going to be I've coming known, on. So. There's a Baron and I go way back. Well, Baron was the first person I met down here. So, yeah, yeah I, I have a lot of respect and, uh, and appreciation for what Baron does for the yep. veteran community. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.